what's up? Welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast, and this is Adam. And this is Doug. Yeah, this week we're going to be talking about uh, kind of doing a uh, rewind on uh, reviews from last week's show, which uh, the audio ride-throughs on that show were two, and the first one was Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, and the second one was Mission Space, and we're going to cover a little bit of those, and then our audio ride-through for this week and what we'll discuss a little bit will be Peter Pan's flight. As always, you can contact us through our voicemail, which is 641-715-3900, extension 53056. We're on Flickr. You can download any of the pictures we take. We leave that open for you. Um, and also email us, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. And as well, you can check out our website. We've got some scrolling pictures and different things like that. And... Uh, iTunes reviews, Adam. Oh, yes. Don't forget, leave some iTunes reviews for us and tell us what you think. All right, we'll be back. Okay, uh, first off, uh, since we're doing everything backwards today, I'm going to do the reviews here and we're going to discuss them in the backwards order that I just gave them to you. So we're going to start with Mission Space. Uh, Adam, give us a little rundown. Let's start from the pavilion, which I saw the picture of. I've been to this park many times. I, I've never even gone back, shamefully enough, to even see the pavilion. So the first time that Adam showed me a picture of it, I was amazed. So let's start from there. Tell me what you thought when you first kind of turned that corner and headed into there. And uh, just give me a little rundown from there. Well, first off, Mission Space is, looks pretty cool at dark. And if you go to our Flickr page and download that picture that I took, it's actually towards sunset and the lights are kind of shining up and you can see the sky in the background, but it's pretty cool lit up like that. But anyway, there's an actual globe in the middle of the, the pavilion and it's rotating on water, basically, and it looks like a big old marble globe, but it's kind of cool. And then there's that little mission space sign and there's a little, you can't see it in the picture because it's not video, but actually the red stripe becomes a blue stripe and then it switches back to a red stripe and kind of changes colors. Um, but it's kind of got the spacey little pointy things pointing out of it, and it just looks like a very cool shot pavilion. And I, I loved it. Uh, when I first saw the picture, I thought, man, why is it that I've never gone back there? Well, the answer to that would be because I didn't really want to vomit on the ride, so <laughs> that would be it. And the rest of my family didn't want to vomit either. So. But you didn't even think about the green No, ride, that's right, you? because I'll be honest, I, I really didn't. Yeah. I just I haven't done enough of my uh, research on this thing, or I would have gone to the ride. So, so hey, uh, okay, so let's head on into the queue. Uh, music, is the music pretty good in the yeah. queue? Uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but I know, let's see... Let me think through. You walk in, there, you go through various different mounts, but one of the first things I remember, there's this huge thing on the wall of, do you know what the space station, remember earlier thoughts of the space station of how they had the rotating, um, yeah. where you could walk around and they had it rotating so it so simulated the force of gravity. gravity. Yes, exactly. exactly. They have a big model of that actually in the queue, so you can see it going around. There's no one in there, but it actually kind of just, simulates what you're going into and then as you walk to the i remember walking on the left there's actually pictures of the real astronauts and it like had moments in space of when we uh for example like neil armstrong was the first to walk on the moon well it had the three guys that were in that ship it had a picture of them it had the date when they landed even before that it did like um man i don't even remember my space history uh back who's the like the first russian in space was one of, i don't know maybe you remember 
wasn't Sputnik one yeah, of it was them Sputnik, or uh, Sputnik, something yeah. like that. Anyway, um, but all those are like in chronological order. And then as you get towards the end of it, it actually shows a picture of this family and it says first family to Mars. And it says cool. like 2052, you know, it's like a simulation. So it's kind of like a museum. It's kind of like or, uh, you are the family going to Mars as you get awesome. on the ride and it's simulating those kind of things building in the queue. And yeah. And I mean, it was a pretty long line and it was pretty busy, but I, from what I remember, it was it was like not Space Mountain spacey music, but more updated. And you can hear that in the queue if you listen to last week's podcast. Now, how do they of, break out between the orange and the green? When, when you first in? walk in the line, there you actually when you even before you get in the line, right at the outside of the pavilion, you go in to the gate and they said, "Okay, do you want orange or green?" And then they hand you this card, and it and actually. A bag. No, <laughs> no, the barf bag's on the... Oh, if yeah, you listen yeah, to the audio, it's in the ride. But uh, they hand you this... It's just like a pamphlet. It's just, you know, you can tell it's been used a lot, but they recycle them, and they give you either orange or green, and then when you get to a certain point in the ride, you hand the orange or green to them. But on the card, it actually has some pictures on it, and it tells you um, if you're in, you know, if you have... Uh, if you're afraid of enclosed spaces, yada, yada, you don't want to ride green. It says that on the green, but on the orange is like actually the bigger warnings of like the, if you're pregnant or back problems, yada, yada, don't, don't ride this ride. And so they already giving the warning right away. And even over by the fast pass, there's a big sign that says bail out, bail out if you want. And they, and you, if you listen to the audio, I wrote the green side. They even say if green is too strong for you, you can always opt out and go to mission space, something else which is another thing that we can talk about. I don't know if you want to do it now. Well, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Okay. I, I, let's do a full synopsis. This is at the end of the ride, and you can't get to it until you get to the end, but you can actually go through the ride and, like, skip out. They'll Cast members will show you on the way. But, okay, let me describe it. There's this huge computer screen in the front, and there's all these little control panels on, and they're split up into teams. So, like, there's 12 control panels on the, the left and 12 on the right, and uh, you it's in, like, a closed area, so basically you're you're competing against the other team and as the game starts you have to do different things to uh it's kind of like a big video game but each one of you is doing something different and to control the craft to control the craft and it's all about like there's four different jewels that you have to collect and that's what keeps your ship going through through the space and the object of it is to beat the other team so they basically take all these kids in line and then you know if there's 24 kids or how many ever they need to fill all the spaces they let them all go in and then they explain how to get through and play the game and then they start it up and like in five minutes you're you're playing and whatever and then when you're done you just have to go get back in line again to do it again but they have this whole big thing there and um that's kind of like a big interactive um fun thing for littler kids that may not like the ride even green green okay side, now tell me though what's it look like uh where you're seated what does this? I mean, are you seated in a little pod? Are you seated with a bunch of other people? Are you talking about what I was just talking about with the game and yeah, stuff? Well, it's no, I, even in the ride itself. In the ride itself, yeah. um, you are seated. It's just a. It's kind of like a car with four people right next to, in a row, and you get in, and then the panel closes. If you listen to the audio, it says "Warning: Instrument panel, panel closing," and it like closes right up on you. So. You get in, you put the, sh the shoulder straps down, you could hear mine clunking down, and then the panel comes right up to your front so that 
when you when you just stretch your hands out, the control panel is right there because there's a joystick in front of you, and then there's also two buttons up on you're top. You're not closed into this thing, are you? Yeah, you, they close the edge, so you're in a closed space. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like All literally, right. uh, I would say it's no more than two feet in front of you. Like that's you that's can't get farther than two okay. feet. And you're looking through like a glass thing with a screen, and that's what you're looking. And each individual person has their own screen, so. But okay. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, yeah. Because you've never just, ridden it, I want right, to make sure yeah, it's I've clear. Yeah, I've never ridden it, so I was trying to clear for, for anybody else who hasn't ridden it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get a, a good idea of kind of what what you're looking at, and you know, and get a clear idea of of what you know what you're seated in and how the attraction actually looks. Yeah. So then, okay, so you're seated. Yeah. And then you're looking at screens. Yep. Out in front of you. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the ride begins. Yep. And basically it closes and um, you can hear like the little guys talking in the background. Go for launch, go for launch, whatever. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, we're clear for launch. And then you hear the rumble begin and basically the video starts up and it, it shows you a shot of the sky and you're moving across and then you get locked into your launch pad. And at that moment is when you're getting tilted back. So you actually get tilted back pretty far, and then it takes off and it rumbles and shakes and. Okay, now this is on the, the green. Yeah. All right. So do you know what the difference on the orange would be? Yeah, my wife rode the orange, and she just said it was like, the intensity of the pull of the gravity was just so intense. In fact, but you're still feeling it though on the on the green or not? You don't. They don't spin you. That's no. what I heard. They make the gravitational pull by spinning. Yeah, you. there is absolutely no spinning okay. in green. And you do go up and down, and you yeah. can feel it going up and down, but I'm not, it wasn't it's more not than, like, yeah. it's not more than 30 feet up in the air. But you can't okay. even tell how high you're up because yeah, it's which all is, simulated. But that's Disney. They always create a great illusion, but right. I don't, you know, I don't need the illusion of throwing up on yeah. myself, so, <laughs> which wouldn't be an illusion if but, they start spinning me I mean, around. you feel like you are actually going forward. I would... I would say, let me put it in this way. If you've ever ridden Star Tours, yeah, exactly. it's not as... Because that's a little bit harder, harsher than this. I would say it's a little bit less than that. And you're actually in more, I, I feel more enclosed and like safe in the Mission Space Ride. Because okay. the Star Wars one, you're getting jerked Star around. Star Wars is just being like Star stuck Tours, in a shoebox yeah. with a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. That's why I it's thought like, there was oh, a screen in front of Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, I mean, there's actually a point where they say, we have reached zero Gs and it actually begins to float forward. And it makes and it like pulls on you and it makes you feel like you're. So you actually are floating. That's yeah, what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's you. not real, but right. there is somewhat of a simulation. Like you can feel like, hey, this is. It, it does pretty a pretty. Cool. It does a pretty good job of of simulating. Okay, and how long would you say the ride was? Uh, well, I don't know how long's the audio. Probably, oh, yeah. if you count all the cues, and there's a there's a little bit of waiting time that I cut out from the audio, but maybe. 15 minutes okay. all together from each queue to each queue and the, okay. the actual initial ride is probably five to seven minutes and long. it's a fast pass available ride yes right? definitely and i think and i remember seeing too that you can if you're wheelchair uh in a wheelchair you have to be able to transfer basically from the chair over into the ride yeah which okay. is just another chair in the ride all right well Step okay up. so that's a that's kind of a quick cover of uh well i think a pretty good one of mission space and remember if you Get nauseated fairly easy, then uh, definitely go on the green and not the orange. Yeah. If you like a little more intensity, then climb on the orange and, and then contact us and, and let us know what you think of it. Either way, yeah, I would like to hear from you all. Uh, give us a call from the parks even after you get off the ride uh, and let us know what you think. Yeah.
All right, from there, uh, we're going to uh, head back into uh, Epcot again, and Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Now, this ride's been here for a little while. I yep. know that. I've heard some people say they think it's dated. Uh, once again, head us into the queue there. What's everything look like? Well, when you first get in, um, you basically just walk in this long hallway, and then all of a sudden you're standing in front of a bunch of flat panel screens, and Kodak sponsors it, so you watch a movie that really has nothing to do with anything but a promotion from Kodak, and it's really long and drawn out. <laughs> it's kind of, does it seem old? No, they redid okay, it. Good. In okay. fact, there was one flat panel that the color was off, and I was like, that's not Disney. Why is the color off on that flat panel? But then the others were fine, and they were very well digitized. I mean, okay. it looked like you were watching HD. So they have updated a little bit. So that's it. been updated, but it's like pretty much a pointless. It just shows it's people at a wedding. Time. It shows people at a wedding getting shots with their, you know, different things like that. It's like all about Kodak, and that's all okay. it is. It has nothing to do with... And you with were there at a busy time, so what was the wait time like? We walked on. Yeah, so yeah. it's not real popular. It's a big, right? But it's a big auditorium, so it's like... I mean, you walk in, and then you wait for the next show to begin, and you pretty much have a good... No, I think this attraction's too been around since the 80s, yeah. I believe. Well, I mean, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, the movie... Yeah, it's been around ...is what started it, so... There's, yeah, several of those even made, so... Yep. Uh, okay, and in the audio, I remember hearing a lot of people, they sound like they're having a good time. Yeah. It reminded me of... Um, uh, Bugs it's Life. tough to be a bug. Yeah, it's tough to be a bug. Yeah, yeah. yeah it reminded me a lot of that. Very Just, much so. It's a bigger auditorium than a tough to be a bug, so you're going to... Um, but as far as digitally, it's not as nice, correct? Right. What is it about the same? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're actually, I think they added, there's like a big, I don't know how big it was, maybe like a 72-inch screen over to the side that actually shows you closer up shots of the guys like when the host is out there talking you know normally the screen's big and you see the whole stage pan but over to the left is like a short like a close-up picture of him and and it was well digitized which i thought was pretty cool but uh i don't know if they've added that or not because i don't remember what it was like the last time i read and it, this but. is a 3d attraction yep. so you're wearing so glasses, you need your glasses and uh the 3d effects so they work pretty good yeah they still work good, I think. I guess maybe it could be cleaned up like it's still analog looking. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I don't think they're going to clean it up because they wouldn't want to no, spend a lot of money on it. Right. I mean, it's the the movie's not out anymore. and so. Right. In fact, yeah, they haven't released one of those movies for, wow, better than 10 years. At least. So this has had its had a good run. Mm -hmm. um, and that's my next thing. Do you think, do you think it might be a good idea to, for them to start thinking about replacing it? Yeah, I think so, but I mean, if I mean, if it's still well, and it doesn't seem like maybe it's as popular, obviously. It's they're probably one of those things where they're, you know, if in the corporation altogether, they're spending, you know, Toy Story, is right. like eighty-five million. Yeah, ton, like all that money, and of course they're drawing people over there. So I think eventually it's on the list, I would assume, but. I mean, I could think of other rides that are also close to that that may need to be Star replaced Tours. eventually. Yeah. Well, there's talk of that. Yeah, I mean, right. stuff like that. And I so. think that, yeah, they could probably do that at some point. And I mean, see, Star War Star Tours is still releasing right, movies. Right. Well, you know, and Star Tours still does okay. I think it's yeah. still a fairly popular attraction. Yeah. And this one sounded like it was fun. So I don't know, you know, what more are you asking a lot of times from, from an attraction, but to be able to go in and and kind of uh, have a good time and it sounded like everyone in there was doing that yeah okay 
Well, that kind of covers those, and uh, we're going to head back over then to the Magic Kingdom for uh, this week's audio ride-through, which is going to be Peter Pan's Flight. Uh, what we're going to do here first, we're going to let you hear the, uh, the ride-through. It's fairly short, and uh, we'll do that, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss uh, with Adam what he thought of the attraction. So All right. we'll see you here in a minute. Sit back, relax, put your headphones on, and enjoy. Okay, Adam, uh, let's see here. Uh, that's kind of a short ride through, uh, but, you know, the ride is what it is. And it's and, very popular. Right, so. it's very popular. And that's what I was going to say. I've got a little bit of information here on it. Uh, the Magic Kingdom version of this ride was built and opened October 3rd of 71. Vehicle capacity is three, two adults and one child, which is about right when I've been in it. That's, you know, that's pretty good. Uh, obviously, ride durations uh, two minutes forty-five seconds, and the loading platform is what they call an omni mover, which is basically a wheel. That was an older style of uh, ride, 
platform that they used to use. It, it's great for getting people on and off quickly, and they do a pretty good job of that there. It is FastPass available, which I did not think it was, but it is. Uh, as far as wheelchair accessibility, you have to transfer. And let's see here. Well, yeah, I mean, that covers, that covers a lot of it without getting too complex. There is one of these, of course, in Disneyland. Uh, that opened in 55 with the park. There's one in Disneyland, uh, Tokyo Disneyland, and Disneyland Paris. Uh, okay, with that, uh, give us a little rundown, Adam, of, of, of course, what you thought the queue was like. I know that a lot of it's just outside. Yeah. You're kind of standing in it's line. It's all outside, and... It, you're in the shade. Well, let's see. We did it in extra magic hours in the morning. So the sun is kind of on the other side there. So you're you're mostly in the shade. And it was cool enough and nice enough that I didn't feel hot. But I could see if you're there during the middle of the day, it could be a very hot line. Especially because our line, we waited, it was probably 20 minutes. That was my question. Yeah. 20 minutes is 20 actually minutes pretty would, good to get on there. But that was extra magic hours. Oh, yeah. And I know okay. people went directly oh, there I, when yeah, they walked in the park. Because I was there, and it was later, right near park closing, and I think uh, the wait time was still 48 minutes. It was a long time. Yeah. In fact, if you're not there during extra magic hours, you don't have a fast pass, and you just want to jump on, it's at least an hour, I would say. And do you think it was worth it? I don't know. It's a short ride, and yeah. you're only in air conditioning for a short time. Right. So if you're looking to get cooled off or like want to just have a relaxing ride, yeah, it's relaxing. But I would say try to get the fast pass ahead of time, and then go spend your time doing something else and come back. And okay. And now for people who haven't been on it, what what is it you're getting onto? What's the vehicle look like that you're riding on? Um, I don't. Well, let's see. It's because it says in Disneyland. I think it's Disneyland that it's a pirate ship. Yeah. I it is a, it is a pirate ship with a sail, right. and the front opens as you walk in, and it's wooden, so you're not sitting on squishy seats. It's pretty a wooden seat, so you can jump on and slide over, okay. and uh, you you get on from one side on like a on a conveyor belt. You know, you just jump on the the little door opens, you get in, and it closes. In effect, if I remember right, pretty sure the door closed right on my knees. So, uh, well, <laughs> so it, once it, again, it, let me let me remind everybody. That Adam is nine feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> but just beware if you're tall, just move them out of the way, and as it closes, then you can put your legs underneath the little bar there that closes. But or anyway. Or prepare to be injured for life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so, okay, and then what happens is, I believe I remember this, is you're actually heading out of the window of Wendy's house, yeah, right? And Peter Pan is essentially supposed to be flying you. Yep. Like the, the first the first thing you do is when you, you're on the ground and you're attached to the ground, and then all of a sudden it kind of lifts up, takes off and you turn to the left and you're in the in the bedroom the first scene is the bedroom of wendy's bedroom and you see the little there's so many from what i understand if you want to ride the ride a lot more there are so many details within that bedroom but you're just there within like three seconds well yeah i mean the whole ride's two minutes and 45 seconds yeah so each scene is so quick but there's so many details anyway you turn and you just go out the window and then from there it's like the storyline of the actual peter pan movie so Okay, and let's see here. Uh, I know there were some neat stories, too, about how the ride was designed. It's, uh-huh. You're actually hanging. The yeah. ship is hanging from a, yeah, from a, 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 a like a tractor thing. Uh, what is it I want to say? Conveyor belt. A conveyor like belt, a, but it, yeah, what they use in a factory. An assembly line. Assembly conveyor, line, yeah. But it's above your head. Uh-huh. And I think he actually took that design from an assembly line in Detroit. Yeah. That's what I had I'm heard first. I'm pretty sure Walt used it. Yeah, but, I mean, it's pretty cool that it's still around today i mean yeah think of all the I, technology. I noticed too in the recording it was very quiet yeah 
I mean, I didn't hear a lot you, of stuff clanging. You can around. hear it a little bit, like you can hear it moving, but at the same time, like it gives you a low enough volume of the mechanics that you can pay attention to the audios from, because the audio of the mechanics is above you because you're hanging, but then below you is where the sounds are coming and from. Uh, so. Yeah, and you and I discussed this. That we thought there was a lot more sound and dialogue. And yeah. of course, you can hear the music, but I don't know. I guess. And I haven't been on it in, in a long time, mm -hmm. but I guess I did just remember it being busier as far as the audio went. Yeah, I thought there was also like a little wall that kind of like blocked things off at one point when you first head out the window. But when you first head out the window, you can actually look out and see like at least 10 cars ha flying, like 10 whatever pirate ships floating around yeah you can so see, you can see where you're headed that. not that yeah. you would want to look anyway but it's kind of, still kind of cool to see that but then you look down and there's a lot of stuff to look at with the little cars from london big ben yeah, and the and cars now i think i have this right but i could be wrong so if i'm wrong somebody call i think the effect that they used for that were bicycle chains being pulled and they painted them in an ultraviolet paint and yeah. shine black light on it so it was something very simple mm -hmm. and it, they've never changed it they couldn't come up with a better way of doing the effect to this day so yeah. it can it, to be done that way and the whole ride is basically that a black light effect like the the typical disney just amazing effect work with just something very simple simple yeah but uh it's, it looks awesome still and i think they refurbed it when was it like a year or two ago they re i think they refurbed it by repainting some things up so it okay. still looks very clean well i mean so. it's amazing the ride's been around that long and it's actually held up really well especially because it's just it's slammed yeah. all the time it's not like a ride like what we just talked about with honey i shrunk the audience where mm -hmm. it's not getting as much use it's as popular now as when they opened the thing oh yeah so i i find that to be little amazing. kids especially and it, i mean me and my wife rode it we're adults but i wanted to make sure i i checked it out because i knew everybody was riding it so i was like it's kind of like the not like we, we didn't ride dumbo but you know the dumbo rides just a round in circles is no big deal yeah. to us but this is i think a step up from that because it's got all the cool disney effects to it and yeah technology. i think it's yeah i think it's a, a nice ride to still have around and i don't think it's one they should ever get rid of i just you know in some ways we we talked about this a little bit i like the the design of the ride and how it works and i thought if you took something like that and took it and made it into like what would be a zip line that you're riding through a forest it would make for a neat attraction i don't yeah. know how, what kind of storyline they could put around that but well i could see and, just like the toy story flat panel idea with 3d they could right. not that they would make this 3d but i could see them adding flat panels into something like there's this just, yeah there's, you it. know even with the old style design yeah. there's just so many things they could do with it i think and move you through fascinating places which is what disney's about yep so hey disney you know if you're listening to that uh that was my idea so <laughs> anyway I like but it. you but since it's broadcast on the web yeah, you won't get paid theirs. for it that's all right now they it's theirs it. they can have it just build it so i can ride it okay uh, yeah that'd be cool yeah because i'm short a little bit short on the you know hundred million dollars of the cost to build that thing yeah. so. just go on your birthday and you can go for free though. there we go hey that's a good idea <laughs> i'll give them a good that. idea and then they can anyway they can yeah. for free just for anyone that doesn't know for 2009 disney is basically calling it celebrations or something to do with celebrating and it's focusing on anything that we celebrate you know they did a study and said oh everyone celebrates by going on vacation well a lot of people do and so they said well why not just get you a free park ticket on your birthday in disney world and, and that is the only day that you can go you can't go on anniversaries it's, it's for free just your birthday right yeah and you have but there are other things they're supposed you... to be building into like the anniversary things and right. all the, and of course all the holidays so they can expand it as we go along yeah yeah so but that's, that's kind of cool if you 
Well, but think about it. It's a great, it's a fantastic business idea because oh, yeah. if most people are going and they know they can get one day for their birthday for free, they'll buy hoppers or whatever. Oh, yeah. For two more days. For at sure. least two more days. So you've got them. Yeah, well, I mean, think bucks. about it. When we were there on my wife's birthday and all she got was a pin, but how many people said happy birthday yeah. to her? And so they were still had that idea in the background, you know, from the past ideas, and now they're expanding on it. And See, it's, yeah, it's, it's genius. It's a good idea. Genius in marketing. So. All right, uh, I guess that pretty much wraps up Peter Pan, and that wraps up uh, uh, the show, I think, for this week. And uh, uh, with that, we do have a little bit of a teaser. Let's play it right now. Yeah. And uh, that's a little bit of a teaser as to what the show's going to be for next week. And uh, that show will be Fantasmic. So for anybody who's seen it, which I haven't, uh, this should bring back some memories for you. Very fun, very fun. We will speak to that a lot more next week. If you don't know what it is, well, you'll have to listen to the show next week. <laughs> right, and I think we even have some photos and stuff that will go up on the Flickr page. Yep. Check our Flickr page. Check the photo gallery that we have on the website. And uh, you'll kind of see what we've been up to. And you can get the Flickr page link on our website. Click on photos, and I have a little link there that says "click here" to go to our Flickr page. And, from and there, you know, if anybody has it. anything they'd like to add to the photo page, um, send it to us, and we'll add it in and put it yeah. there. That it was submitted by you. If you have any show ideas, uh, send them to us, and uh, we'll hey, we may even throw you on the show and get some audio from you as far as you know. You can tell us. Yeah, especially if you call the voicemail with anything. Right. And you. That'd be fun. So So stay in touch, everybody, and uh, have a good week, and I hope you uh, enjoyed the show, and we'll be back with you again next week. Okay, thanks. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. This podcast may not be redistributed or re-recorded without prior written consent from theseamazingplaces.com.